You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm really, really, really delighted today to have with me just this beautiful, amazing woman who walks the world with such light. And it's it, it's kind of a unique situation in the sense that, um, you know, as, as you can imagine, a lot of folks come across our desk and, and, and we get a lot of inquiries for this show. And I just remember, I don't remember the exact situation where I first became aware of Elizabeth, but the but the, um, you know, at, at this point you get like the, the feeling, right? The vibe, the resonance, like how to kind of expand into that and ask questions that aren't really questions and, and just feeling into that. Like there, there, it, it was very cool. I, I distinctly remember just tapping in there and saying, you know, there is a conversation between us and I'm excited to see where it goes. And then it just kind of went to the wayside and our team does what they do and, 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 and she's on my calendar. And so I, I, to have all that culminating in this moment was such a great reminder of what trust and, 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 and that awareness of allowing that unfoldment to occur comes from. And for a lot of you, I know you're experiencing, especially, um, as, as you awaken to these new things and as, as the, the pacing of things seems to pick up, the, the tumultuous of things obviously tends to pick up when, when you're moving through certain aspects. And, and, and the guiding light in all of that is, is do we dare hope, right? And I think we've picked up a, a story in our collective consciousness, um, certainly amongst intellectuals of, of, of the idea that hope is a rather naive venture. And, um, and I think it's powerful when we can step forward and say, you know, what if? That's the very foundational principle that allows us to step into this new world, this world that we can all see, um, but it's challenging for some to understand how to walk within it. And so we're talking with Elizabeth April today about how to quantum leap into what's possible. And she and I were kind of jiving before, and, and there's this beautiful synergy with the conversation of hope. And when you look out at our society and you pay attention to frequencies and conversations, there's an underlying frequency of hopelessness in most dialogues and most in most conversations people are having and most of the things people allow themselves to think about and there's a density to that frequency and so I'm excited in this conversation today to talk about it because we love talking about superpowers and what's possible but ultimately if you can't open up into those expansive spaces and, and allow for some movement at a higher frequency level you can't really do some of these superpowers right you can't really harness them or hone them because if they're rooted in kind of a density, it, it makes it rather impossible to to harness that power. And so that's what we're going to focus today's conversation on is, is how do you quantum leap into what's possible? And Elizabeth's story is just a miraculous one. Um, you know, like I said, she walks the world as that light and, and helps others and, and just kind of holds out that hand to say, look, I get it. Like, like it can be really daunting and it can be scary. But when you start opening up to what's, what's real and, and the truth of things, um, and peel those layers back. It's a beautiful dance that you get to do with the divine. Um, and so I love that she's walking the world and assisting all of you in that process and, and, and speaking what's truth and, and just sharing her experiences in it. And it allows herself to be a model 
in that world. And so, um, you know, of course, we honor that courage of everyone who's willing to walk that path. And so I know today is going to be just a delightful conversation. So I invite you to just relax and, and settle in as, as we bring Elizabeth on the show. And please join me in welcoming her. Elizabeth April, we are so excited to have you here. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for uh, for having me on. I, I really enjoy your podcast and all that you do for the world as well. Mm. So it's it's definitely an honor and such a pleasure to be here. And it's great to find your tribe. You know, it's, it's so amazing <laughs> how, you know, all over the world, we've got these incredible leaders that are just, you know, holding space for the rest of the world. And mm. it's so great that we have something like the Internet to connect all of us together and um, and hold space for each other as well as these leaders in this, like you mentioned, very tumultuous time to exist. So mm-hmm. it's incredible to see what you're doing and and to be here today. Well, awesome. Well, well, it feels like kind of a match made in heaven here. So we'll <laughs> uh, we'll jump in and and of course our listeners always want to know what are your superpowers. Yes, this is a great question, and of course. I could go into maybe some like actual superpowers like telepathy or astral traveling or, you know, uh, remote viewing, lucid dreaming, you know, all of those great kind of psychic superpowers. But ultimately, I would say, hands down, my best superpower would actually be the superpower of discernment. And I don't think that people really think about discernment as a superpower. And maybe you've had other Yes, say discernment as well, but the ability to resonate with what is in alignment, I think is probably the ultimate superpower that everyone needs to kind of start stepping into and working on and realizing that you are the only one who knows what is right for you in that moment. And it doesn't come down to a book or a scripture or a teacher or a God to tell you what is right and what is wrong. So discernment is my superpower today Mm. today I love it today in this moment that is what I'm focusing on I love it they well and and I I often find with our vernacular that so many words that are really beautiful in their expression have been compromised by um, you know frequency interpretation and and so Mm -hmm. you know discernment to the intellectual to the logistician is being able to look at facts and kind of weigh options and da 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 da, da you know that kind of thing and, and and it's only when you play in these kind of multidimensional arenas mm-hmm. that you can sense the difference right and so so when we say discernment you know what frequency are we deploying that and a lot of us who you know grew up in in the kind of intelligence world in the sense of honing our ability to think um, you know, you mentioned telepathy and I love discussing kind of the, the frequency of thought energy and other things and, and mm-hmm. reminding people like that's just information, right? And so there's this, yeah. there's this beautiful channel of information that we can access that, that is knowingness. And then, and then we, we can apply it to all of these different information frequencies, but you know, I don't know about you, that wasn't really covered in school when I was matriculating. And, and then I went on to, you know, get a master's degree in critical thinking and then an intelligence agent. It's like, you know, there's just piles and piles and piles of intellect um, that I had to sort through in order to say, okay, how do I use something like discernment in a higher resonance, right? What, because I do, I love that word. And I love the idea of kind of using it to help yourself navigate the challenges where most of us apply that word. And um, and so, so we're talking today about quantum leaping and, and, uh, you know, some of us are old enough to remember the show quantum leap and, um, and kind of what that meant. And, 
And I think a lot of people would scoff at it as being kind of a, a superhero movie or X-Men kind of phenomenon. Um, but we actually ran a quantum leap program a few years back and proving that it is possible to not skip steps, but to kind of fold time and space and yeah. be able to move swiftly. And, and before the show, you talked about this idea of the and and and, and, and really understanding one, that it's not an either or, that it's, um, it's, it's all the time, right? We're always in all of these different frequencies all the time. And we really get to choose where our um, attention, what we're associating as, which aspect of us and which frequency in what dimensional reality we're choosing to, to operate in. But it doesn't change the fact that they're all going on or they're not, right? Mm-hmm. In some cosmic yeah. void somewhere, just the potentiality of them is. Um, but what is that? Let's let's take it back a couple notches and say, okay, so I go to my job and I pay my bills and I raise mm-hmm. my kids and all these other things. And now you want me to think about quantum leaping. What <laughs> does that have to do with my life? Right. And so how do we make those connections? More tangible. Absolutely. So, you know, the biggest thing we can talk about quantum physics and it directly applies to our life because all quantum physics is, is a fancy word to say vibrational frequency. Right. It's just the study of the smallest particles of the universe, which is just energy. It's vibration and vibration is everything um, beyond that physical material world. But ultimately, the biggest aspect that we need to kind of think about in regards to quantum leaping is that it actually dissolves our own limiting beliefs. So say, for example, you're like, okay, so I want a new job, right? I don't like my job. I want to make a transition. A lot of people are in this transitionary state. So you want a new job and you know you go about doing it. And so in the past, you had to write a resume and put the resume out there and really think about what job you wanted and how you fit in. But what if you understood that you could manifest, that you could create, that you could fold time and space, that you could actually quantum leap into the most ideal job that you could ever possibly imagine? And so by understanding that it's just possible to actually hop, to transmute, to move into um, what you want and your dream life without necessarily having to do the grunt work of step-by-step, um, that's, that's the biggest tangible aspect of understanding quantum leaping is dissolving old limiting beliefs, that it's possible to swiftly transition into something that is going to serve you a lot more. Um, so say, for example, a client of mine the other day, okay, so this is last week, and a client of mine said, Elizabeth, you know, I really, uh, I'm really suffering financially and I really, you know, want to create or manifest uh, some more money how do I do it? And I kind of explained the concept of quantum leaping. And I said, you can only quantum leap when you let go of expectation and attachment on what you want. um, And when it truly aligns to your highest vibration, because if you want to quantum leap something, (laughs) wait, 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 there's a cat. There's a cat. I didn't read the fine print. (laughs) Of course, there are conditions. There are conditions for quantum leaping. So I'll repeat them because it's important. Um, So the conditions are you cannot have any sort of attachment over what it is that you're quantum leaping into. If you have attachment over something that you want to move into and you're putting expectations on that thing and you're not actually opening up, you know, the limitations, you are continuing to limit yourself. And just the vibrational frequency of limiting 
beliefs or limitations themselves is a low vibration, you have to be in a high vibration in order to quantum leap. So things like attachment and expectations lower your vibration. Therefore, it's next to impossible to quantum leap into that, into that place. Um, and then whatever you're quantum leaping into, it has to be fully aligned to your vibration. So if you want a job of like, you know, uh, being a lawyer and doing a nine to five thing, and you're like actually a social worker, you know, it's not really aligned to your highest vibration. So it's got to be something that excites you in order to quantum leap into it. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of explained this, you know, to my client and I said, look, you know, ask for, for monetary support, but ask for it without expectation, without attachment and ask, ask for it, understanding that it can come to you in a variety of ways. And then I got an email just yesterday and this, this client messaged me and said, Hey, this is really random, but my like grandfather passed away and he actually left me a sum that I did not expect, you know, <laughs> for my grandfather to leave me. Boom, just out of nowhere. He quantum leaped. So before he's like, well, what new job can I get? Well, how am I going to be able to make this money? Well, you know, where should I be applying? What should I do? You know, and so once again, all of those limiting beliefs, the second that we let that go and we're trusting that things can miraculously appear literally out of nowhere, um, it's quite an incredible uh, mindset to be in that anything can happen as long as we believe that it's possible to happen. Mm -hmm. And that is the, the, you know, the, the ideal state of mind that you need to be in in order to quantum leap. So it can be quite tangible and then it can be quite cosmic and it can go really, you know, to the point where like I'm at this point of, of understanding and practicing quantum leaping and this is really cool um, where I'll be sitting at my desk and I will start to tap into the infinite realities that are all around me of all of the possibilities of things that I could do in that moment. So if I'm like, if I've got 15 minutes, you know, in between whatever meetings, whatever I'm doing that day, and I'm like, okay, well, I could, you know, go grab a glass of water. I could, you know, water the plants outside. I could take the dog for a walk. I could grab some coffee. And in that moment, I believe that we can actually tap into all of those possibilities, all of those outcomes, and actually converge them all into the one moment so that in a blink of an eye, I've got a full cup of coffee, I've got some water by my desk, the dog is walked, the, wa the plants are watered, and I've actually done all of that simultaneously. Um, I believe that that's possible. I'm not necessarily at that, that point yet. I mean, <laughs> I'm at a point where I can see all the possibilities and the outcomes of each possibility to make the best decision through that discernment. Um, but I'm not necessarily at the point where I'm actually physically manifesting all of them simultaneously. But once again, I believe that that's possible. And quantum physics mm -hmm. proves scientifically that that's possible as well. Um, and it's just how do we navigate that, especially moving into this fifth dimensional realm. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're going to touch on this more and what this has to do with the frequency of hope and, and, and moving into that space. But before we do, we're going to take a break. Elizabeth, let's, let's let people know where they can go to find out more about you. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, a website. So if you just Google Elizabeth April, all of my socials will pop up. Or you can go to my website, elizabethapril.com, to uh, check out all of my content and information there. Fantastic. Well, we are talking today with Elizabeth April about how to quantum leap into what's possible. Stay with us. We're going to dive into this even more deeply right after the break. Stay tuned. 
Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back today and we're talking with Elizabeth April on Disrupt Reality here on the Superpower Up Network about how to quantum leap into what's possible. And before the break, Elizabeth was sharing some cool stories about you know, her experiences, clients' experiences with regard to this idea of quantum leaping. Now, and I get it, like a lot of times it's easy to disregard things and say, well, that was just chance or that's not really a thing or da 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 da. And it's so incredibly crucial that you hear that it is that very thought, right, that exact thing of wanting to disregard it, wanting to wipe it away, wanting it to be something other than what it could possibly be, that is what keeps you out of the potentiality of harnessing this. It is a very bizarre place to find yourself, particularly those of you reared in um, logic and intellect and um, kind of the scientific method. And it's not that it doesn't stand up to those things, right? Because that's one of the easiest kind of erasures to provide it is that it can't be proven, right? Well, it can be as, as proven as anything else can be if we choose to use lenses that might be a little bit different than lenses that we've used previously. And, and what I, and, and, and there, that's a whole kind of probably 20 episodes, but let's break it down to this idea of hope versus hopelessness. And when we as a society continue to insist that putting on rose colored glasses makes us naive and foolish and ignorant, then there is this natural kind of um, chasm that happens between us and the reality that we're able to perceive of versus what's possible because essentially we're sending out these these signals these subtle broadcasts that are saying like it doesn't matter what you show me i'm not going to believe it anyway because i'm dead set against leaning into something if it's not proven if it's not safe um and, and to be quite honest with you folks a lot of this stuff we're not even to the social proof phase yet, right? Elizabeth, Elizabeth just said, it. like, I know this is possible. Now, can I demonstrate that physically yet? Maybe not right yet in this moment, but I do see it's possible. And here's another added um, difficulty in terms of convincing people this is possible because some of this stuff can only be seen at certain frequencies. And so, you know, I share with clients all the time, it's like, you can't insist to that we show you blue if you're refusing to remove the red filter in front of your eyes, right? You literally can only see what you're willing to see. And most of us were reared in this idea that seeing is believing, right? Well, it's the opposite, right? Believing is seeing. Mm -hmm. We used to teach this to counter Intel agents. And so how do you kind of engage in a frequency of hope or belief when um, you have so much evidence, quote unquote, to the contrary? Um, and and it's a real thing. I'm not I'm not speaking in in flowery, fluffy language here, folks. Like you have to be able to look something in the face and deny its existence, because if you can't, 
then you feed energy to that very thing that you don't want to look at and it stays, right? That's what creates the density around it. That's what allows us to see it. And so most of us, the very habits that we have of looking at something from a responsible standpoint, right? So let's take your client, like, like if money is going out or is greater than money's coming in, there's a real problem, both on a personal financial um, ledger as well as a business ledger, right? And so we've been trained that you have to look at those numbers and, and figure it out. So that usually means paring down expenses and, and budgeting and all of the really responsible things to do. Well, those very acts put energy on it. And if it's coming from a place of um, entrenchment into dense vibration, then it perpetuates that exact scenario, right? And in most worlds to suggest that you don't look at it and instead you, you pray, right? Seems very foolish. So how do we transcend this huge chasm between what I would consider hopelessness, right, which is totally relying on the logic of the mind and, and memories and, and any sort of bastardized um, overlays that we've stored in there into this frequency of hope, which says, you know what, I can't prove it, yet everything in me lights up and buzzes around this, I'm going for it. How, how, do, we, how do we even approach that dialogue in a way that starts to inch people forward? Right. Well, this is definitely something that I've been playing with for quite some time. And uh, there's kind of two concepts that are interlaid between hope and hopelessness. And when we are in a state of hopelessness, we are in a state of filling voids, of feeling lack, and of needing to overcompensate in so many ways because deep down we're restless, we're unhappy, and it creates depression and anxiety in that hopeless state. And what I tend to find is people who are hopeless, um, you know, they obviously, you know, the, the typical things, they don't love themselves and those kind of things, but they try and over control finite aspects of their reality because of one major thing. And really what it all comes down to, I believe anyway, um, is trust, right? So the, the main thing to transmute hopelessness into hope is trust. And right, so but trust then, who, right? Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. What? That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. So then so who am I trusting? What's going on? And mm -hmm. ultimately, you've got to trust you, okay? But I believe that we are the universe, right? And I always spell universe with Y-O-U at the front, right? We are the universe. Uh, we've got the universe uh, inside of us, right? We've got that source energy inside of us. And ultimately, I mean, if, if we want to, you know, get away from the woo-woo and we want to talk scientifically, <laughs> ultimately, it's uh, quantum physics that states that we are the ones who create our own reality. That's scientifically proven that our conscious observation, as you've mentioned, if you look at the sky and you always see blue, but all of a sudden someone walks up to you and says, hey, did you know that the sky is actually purple? Having that in your mind allows you, gives you the ability to actually transition, to transmute, to transcend the reality around you to create it however you want to create it. It's mm -hmm. quantum physics that states that we are the only ones observing and therefore creating or uncreating our reality. And so if I say trust, the second that you start trusting that you are in control without needing to be in control, that's the second that you transmute hopelessness into hope. 
right? And, and the biggest kind of um, example that I want to give is we don't have to tell our body to grow hair. We don't have to tell our body to breathe. You know, we don't have to tell our body to, you know, kill some cells and recreate some cells, right? We don't, we're not telling our body to do this. This is a natural process. Well, us creating our reality is a natural process that doesn't need control. So ultimately, the main facet of hopelessness is feeling like we are completely out of control of what is happening to us. And we look at our reality in our life as it's just taking place. It's, you know, your boss is either promoting you or not promoting you. You're not in control of that. Your, you know, your mom either loves you or doesn't love you. And you're not in control of that. Same thing with your children, you know, or your financial stability, right? You're not in control of that. But ultimately, you are. You are in control of every single facet of your reality. And the fact that you stole that person's parking spot last week means that you're not going to find one this week, right? Everything is a reverberation of every choice, every decision, and every thought that you put out there. And I truly believe that the second that people start trusting in themselves as the sole creator of their own reality is the second that we start creating a life for ourselves that is full of hope, that is full of joy, that is full of prosperity, because we start to take responsibility over the actions and vibrations that we're putting out there to create every future moment. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. I love that. Um, you know, and, and the, the idea of control versus not control and, and, and you are the universe, but you're not the universe. I mean, these are abstract concepts, folks go easy mm -hmm. with yourself. Like this is, this is the world that exists in these higher frequencies. Sometimes it feels very contradictory. Um, sometimes it feels yeah. very, um, like, you know, I remember describing it like cause and effect or backwards, you know, it's just, it, there's just some weirdness things. Like if, if you've got like the circus thing going through your head, like, do, 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 like if you're probably in the right place and it's okay. Like it doesn't have to make sense to you. You don't have to understand it because your entire operating system has to get rewired and upgraded. Mm -hmm. And so in that process, it, it's okay to just say, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do here. Um, I don't understand what's happening and, and just be fine with that. And so, um, you know, as, as we're going through these things, this is, this is a journey folks, right? It's yes, you exist there. Yes. You've been there all along, but you developing the awareness of it is, 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 uh, is an unfoldment. And, you know, most people that, that we've interacted with a client over the years, um, I would, you know, put it at thousands of, I don't know, I don't even know at this point, you know, I wouldn't even dare to, to number it. And there's this natural place of like, huh, right, where, where it's like the, the questing, the striving, like when you do completely embody the awareness that you've been there all along, um, and it starts to rewrite the overlays and your timelines start to kind of dissipate and, and you're able to just be in the experience of it only then will you totally understand, okay? And, and, and understanding does come, but, but you can't use that as a crutch, right? We can't, we can't step back on this side of the chasm and go, I'm not gonna leap until I totally understand it, until I know what it is, and I want some assurances first, right? It will never happen. It's called a leap of faith for a reason. And trust that, that when you make that leap, 
and you turn back to look at the chasm, the chasm isn't there. It was never there. It's like a little fissure. And, and you're like, wait, 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 what happened there? And, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, it makes perfect sense. And yet it makes no sense. Right. So it's all of that can be true. And, um, and that stirs up a lot of angst in, in, in us. And especially when most of this is happening for people just about the time they get kind of stable in their physical (laughs) reality, right. About the time you're topping Maslow's hierarchies about when the whole thing erupts on you. And it's like, whoa, you know, and you feel like I worked so hard to get here, all that stuff comes to light. Well, it's okay if the, if you truly want to live a different existence, then you have to allow the reality to kind of shape and shift itself in, in your presence. Um, And it doesn't mean that, that, that you have to be terrified. Right. And so reach out for assistance Make sure that you're getting supported. Make sure that you're getting supported in a way that's in resonance for you. Sometimes support just looks like, you know, taking your shoes off and standing in nature, right? And being present to that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes support is a group, like like you too. Like, okay, we're all crazy. Like, folks, we're getting over a million downloads a month in this network. Like, you're not alone. Like, this is, this is it's not normalized by any stretch of the imagination, but it's definitely taking hold and shaping the collective consciousness, like it is okay. And it's okay not to understand it. And it's okay to just, just be in it and, and, um, and reach out to Elizabeth, look at what she's offering, like, listen, listen to our shows, like, like just expose yourself to it because it's going to allow that to be a lot more gentle of a process and and loving. And, um, you know, we, we don't have to be hard on ourselves when we don't totally get it because, well, none of us totally get it, right? Like we get that that we can, and there are also aspects of us that continue in their evolution. And so there's always something of inquiry, right? That's how Elizabeth and I started our conversation earlier was like, oh, what are you in inquiry to right now? Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. I hope it never ends, you know? And so, so all of that's okay, right? It's kind of like, I'm okay. You're okay. Like everything's going to be okay. And just, just take a deep breath and you will come to a point where, where you kind of wish you had enjoyed the ride a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so at least let me offer that up of it's okay to enjoy the ride, even when you're not even sure what you're riding or where it's going. <laughs> I think, you know, if I were to kind of explain it um, a little bit, uh, just a little bit more tangibly, I guess, maybe, maybe untangibly, I'm not sure, but Um, it's really important that we understand that there are infinite possibilities within the quantum world. And we are all ascending into that quantum world. As we raise our vibration, we're getting away from this third dimensional linear time and space reality, and we're moving into the fifth dimension. And a lot of you have probably already heard, you know, third dimension, fifth dimension. Uh, I don't know what's going on, you know, but I describe the fifth dimension as a quantum reality, okay? So that all that means is that it's simultaneous. Everything is able to exist simultaneously, which is really cool and also very confusing. Like you mentioned, it, it feels like a giant paradox. It feels like a giant contradiction. But the best way that I can describe it is actually through um, a quantum physics uh, thought experiment, okay? Some of you may have heard of this. Some of you, this may be completely new. Maybe do a little bit of research on it. Um, but it's called Schrodinger's cat. And basically, it was a thought experiment where a bunch of scientists said, well, you know, if we put a cat in a box, and we have a variety of different mechanisms for this cat to potentially kill itself. So maybe there is a bomb 
you know, or a landmine. Um, maybe there's a, you know, a poisonous, you know, um, bowl of water that the cat could drink. Um, and so when you're observing the cat, you can see if it's going to live or die. You're just observing it. Um, and of course, this is a thought experiment. So no cats were harmed in this experiment. And, uh, and so, but when you close the box and the cat has the either most probable possibility of 50-50 living or dying, we don't really know. So basically what quantum physics states is that when we're not observing the cat, then all possibilities exist in that moment. And I believe that this is kind of where we're going within this quantum field, within this fifth dimensional state of being. When we're not observing the future, anything can exist. But when you want that new job and you're thinking that the only way that that job can come to you is through, um, you know, handing out your resumes, then you are observing one possible potentiality of an infinite number of possibilities in your future. So the more that you set intentions, once again, without any sort of expectations on how that's going to manifest, the more and more you're stepping into that trust of the quantum state. So I truly believe that moving into this fifth dimension, whether you understand how this all works or not, doesn't matter. But the number mm -hmm. one thing is letting go of your limiting mindset of how you think things are going to come about and knowing that you deserve to live the best life that you could possibly live. So if you're with a partner that really isn't serving you on a variety of levels, it's, you are, it's possible not to just let that partner go and move on. It's possible to actually transmute that entire relationship to be absolutely um, next level, right? With the same person. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have one more story that I think is really interesting. This happened a couple of years ago when I was doing a lot of downloads um, and information coming from the Galactic Federation and some of my cosmic family members. Uh, related to the Mandela effect, right? This is a really mm -hmm. cool concept. We won't get too <laughs> much um, But I was, I was starting to teach this, right? This was back in 2016. And I was starting to teach, you know, oh, we're quantum leaping. You know, we're going from third dimension to fifth dimension. It's really cool. So I had one of my clients. And, uh, and so I had a really good session with her. I was working with her on a weekly basis. And so she, she calls me up the one day and she's like, oh my goodness, Elizabeth, you'll never guess what happened. I'm like, what? She's like, well, last night, you know, me and my husband, you know, you know, Scott, you know, me and my husband uh, had this incredible conversation. And all of a sudden, you know, we were talking about all of our emotions and what's been going on and some disconnect. And it was, she's like, we were talking about quantum things and spiritual things. And for once in the past 15 years, he's actually open to listening to all this stuff that I'm into. And it was, it was amazing, right? I'm like, oh, that's so great. I'm so glad that he's raising his vibration and he's at this new level. It's, it's so great to hear. And then she's like, but, but wait, but then this morning we are driving to the grocery store. And I turned to him, I'm like, oh, well, wasn't that a great conversation last night? And he turns to her and he says, what, what do you mean? What are you talking about? What conversation? We watched a movie and then we went to bed. And she's like, no, 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 this, this happened last night. And we had this incredible, it was three hour conversation. I don't know how you could not remember this. And she's like, I'm so freaked out, Elizabeth. Like, we weren't drinking. Like, there was nothing going on. Yeah. Like, we really had conversation. And then this morning, just this morning, he did not remember it whatsoever. And so here's how I explained it to her. I said, well, 
in that conversation last night, both of you had ascended and moved into this new vibrational frequency. I call it the fifth, you know, fifth dimension or whatever. You moved into that vibration. You guys were there with each other, you know, in that vibration. And then you fall asleep, you wake up. And as you woke up, both of you woke up in different vibrational frequencies. He woke up in his old third dimension vibration. You woke up continuing to be in the fifth dimension vibration. So what happened was the conversation that you had in the fifth dimension last night, only the people who are also in the fifth dimension the next day are going to remember. So you remember the conversation, but in his reality, in his vibrational frequency that he woke up in, that conversation literally never even Didn't happened. No, nope. exactly. Right. No, nope. so, we've had moments. Yeah. My husband yeah. and I have sat in <laughs> moments where we were accessing information and yeah. if um, the frequency dropped at all, it could be a phone call, anything came in, mm-hmm. like the, the information that was just coming through disappears. And mm-hmm. we've had, and then when you engage in synergistic collaboration, the information yeah. actually disappears. The, the one person can't access it anymore. Both people yeah. have to be present. And so we've played with this in moments like that. that I mean, you want to talk about quantum leaping in, in moments. And it can be recalled, but you, it is a conscious choice to re-engage at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. particularly for people who are newer to it, um, that tends to kind of incite, because, because the ego doesn't see it coming at first, and then it's yeah. on alert for it, right? And so it, yeah. it's kind of like uh, our daughter reminded us the other day of getting the second ear pierced, right? The first time it's like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Send out the the, the good good vibes. And then the second <laughs> one, it's like, no, no, this is going to hurt. It's really going to hurt. Like please don't do this. It's really going to hurt. Like, are you going to keep doing this to me? And so it sends out the pain mm-hmm. signals, you know, and it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of the same concept of like, that was scary. We don't know what that was because it doesn't have a foothold there. Um, right. Anyway, for, I love that. That was, that was awesome. I'm so glad you <laughs> shared that because it's such, it's so trippy, right? It's like, wait, yeah, wait, did yeah. I imagine this? And it's like, well, kind <laughs> of, but also you yeah, didn't. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> um, you're, you're, you're awesome. I'm so grateful to know you and to know the work you're doing in the world and that, we were able in, in, in a small way to, to support that and get that out to our folks. So folks, if, if Elizabeth is resonating with you, check her stuff out, see what she's up to, you know, again, find the people that you're willing to lean into a little bit and be like, please guide me. You know, that that's, it's okay to get help. It's okay to, to want to hold somebody's hand. It's okay to want to walk beside people. Of course, we know that you are an aspect of the divine and you're here and you already know all of this and da, 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 da. And you, you got some pieces that didn't get the memo. So it's okay to lean into it. Elizabeth, where, where for our folks who really want to know more about you, uh, you we can go, then go to your website, elizabethapril.com and then social, right? All over the place. Yep. Yep. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I'm constantly posting, you know, videos. I love talking about aliens, quantum physics, obviously spiritual awakening. So if you're definitely hungry for more, I've got a lot of content posted out there. Oh, well, I, I just delight in you and I'm, I just honor your courage and walking that path and just being so amazingly eloquent and, and bold in, in your presentation and willingness to model um, what so many are afraid to step into. So thank you for everything that you're doing in the world. And, and please, please let us know how we can keep supporting your beautiful work. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. Mm, absolutely to all of you out there as always we appreciate your loyalty it matters and we know you're listening and and it just it's such a beautiful dance to be a part of and to have you alongside us um reach out let us let us know what you're up to go to the facebook group kind of chat it up there 
um, and, and, and let us know what topics you're interested in. There's, there's a great synergy here that's being crafted and um, it, it, it'll, it'll go where it's going to go. And, and we just all get to be a part of it. And so, so take some, take some responsibility in that. If you want to play at a deeper level, um, you can always check out our programs page, but until next time, as always, Go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.